there, and welcome to another episode of Midnight Movie Mania, the podcast all about midnight movies. I'm your host, John, and with me is my co-host, Spike. Hi there. Hi there. Right then, so tonight we are looking at the 1987 uh, sci-fi action flick, Starship Troopers, brought to us by Paul Verhoeven, which allegedly has a deeper meaning but watching this thing again, and a few, few times watching, watching this back, I'm going, this is just a big, dumb action flick. Where's the deeper meaning? It's got so much deeper meaning. I'm sure we'll get into it. But yes, mm. so much deeper meaning. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I mean, this was based off a book, which I didn't realise until I was actually done some research on this thing. It's based on a book by Robert Heinley uh, of the same name. Yeah, Heinley, yeah, sorry, I've got, I can't speak to, tonight with my... Uh, um, so yeah, a 59 book, and this was made in 97, so it's interesting. Well, apparently this thing was sort of in development for six or seven years or so, developing hell for six or seven years, and it was finally released. What I don't get is, this thing is a large budget, it's a huge, it's a $112 million budget, mm-hmm. and this thing looks cheap. <laughs> It, it didn't in 1997 though. In 1997, it looked really good. Mm, I'm not sure actually. I thought it looked good though. I, I saw it in the theater many times. Mm, I saw this once in the cinema back in '98 because we watched uh, in back in the 80s. The movies would come out like four or five months after America, so yeah. I saw this in '98. I think it was like January or February '98, and I loved this movie. Because it was so cheesy and so yeah. tongue in cheek. Exactly. Um, and I was like, this is just awful, but it's so geniusly awful. It works. You know, I mean, it's tongue in cheek. It's, it's a B movie, a big budget B movie. Then I heard the reputation that this thing's a piece of shit. They called the Starship Poopers. And <laughs> they were slagging off, saying that the frankly awful disco song was a better, better than the actual movie. I went, no. No, I mean, have you seen have you seen the music for this? Starship Troopers from what was it? Hot Topic was it? What? <laughs> uh, Starship Troopers, the music video no, from nineteen seventy. God, when was it now? Seventy seven, I think it was seventy eight, by Hot Topic. Oh my God, it is the campest thing in the world. <laughs> my Lord, it's camp. Jesus, oh, I, I mean, I have not heard of that. Oh my God, I mean. <laughs> I had that song stuck in my head all week. They, I lost my heart to a starship trooper. And it's like, oh my God. Uh, so, have you seen the sequels? I have not. I've stayed away from them because I love this movie too much. Mm. The second one <laughs> is... They were terrible. So, I was yeah, like, okay, no, nope, yeah. not doing it. Not doing it. Especially Casper yeah. was in, in the, this, what, two of the sequels. So, I'm like, ah, no. He was in mm. one of them, apparently, but... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The second one is an absolute piece of trash, and it was supposed to be a pilot episode, a backdoor pilot episode for a TV show, but because it tanked, it was shelved, and the third movie was another pilot episode for a TV show, and it kind of, yeah, that's why Casper comes, comes back, that's hard to say that, actually. And that one's not too bad. It's called uh, Marauder. I believe it's called. Oh, yeah. And 
Edinburgh, that actually, there was a TV show, which I never knew. I mean, I heard there was two pilots for a TV show and both of them tanked. But part of it was a, there was a TV show and there was a, a CGI TV yeah. show. Yeah, there was an animated show. It ran for 40 episodes. Mm. So, mm. And that that uh, did actually fairly well. And I've seen it. Mm. It's pretty good. I've seen, I haven't seen all of them, but I have seen it. It's pretty, pretty decent. Pretty well done. Okay. Okay, okay. I mean, I, I tried looking up the stuff, but um, I couldn't find any of it. All I could find was the video game walkthroughs for video game. I'm like, there's a video game? <laughs> so... <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> Why would you bother with a video game? <laughs> oh, I have no idea, but it looked absolutely dire. Uh, I, I've got a... st- I bought a bunch of the toys. They came out with a whole toy line. Oh, okay. Then. And, okay. And, and actually, um, Target and Walmart would not... Um, carry the toys because it was an R-rated film, oh, and they didn't want to expose their the children to an R-rated film in mm. toys. So mm. toys are Toys R Us and KB Toys here in the United States were the only two major stores that would that carried them. Oh, interesting, interesting. I, I do love the fact that um, there is kids' toys for R-rated movies um, like Aliens and Rambo and Robocop and such. I'm like, what the hell? I mean, you've got kids' toys for these. <laughs> Exactly. Which which is really I mean, I was an adult and I was buying the toys, so I don't know as they were for kids, but mm. Mm. Yeah. I yeah. still have some of those toys actually. Okay then. Yeah. Okay. They're really cool. Okay. I don't get them out and play with them, but you know. <laughs> I was gonna say are they still on the card or the or the loose? What was that? Are they still on the card or the oh, no. loose? Oh, good lord no, I don't do that. Okay. I have to get them out. And display them and have fun with them and you know, <laughs> doom them around in my living room. <laughs> no, I don't do that. I'm kidding. Mm, okay, okay. I will ask, but did Star Trek rip this off? Because I think about this. I was thinking this when I was watching this back. I was going, there's a one government, one militaristic future that pretending to be all PC and liberal when it's not actually, it's more of a fascist society. There's a Starfleet, there is no money, and as such, and there's a whole federation. So I'm going to start start to rip this, this book off. Say Except, again. did Star Trek rip this, this book off? Because, as I say, think about it. I mean, there's one government, there's a federation, there's no money. People have no rights unless they're in the, the Starfleet or, or the federation. So I'm going, did Star Trek rip this off, but make it a bit more liberal? The, I mean, the, the, it's kind of the the book um, Starship Troopers um, is is different in plot from the movie, very different from the plot in the movie. But the the basic um, the basic outline of the government and the military and how all that works. And there are you know there is an alien race, the Arachnids, that you know attack and stuff, supposedly attack, quote unquote. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and so it's, it's, I'm kind of dealing with that, but it, it's Heinlein. So there's, you know, there's not always real solid plot. It's more like commentary on stuff, but, um, but yeah, it's very, very different, but the, the basic fascist state is almost mm-hmm. exactly the same yeah. from the yeah. book to the movie, from what I understand, from what I remember from the book anyway. Um, okay. and the characters, the, these characters are the same, um, but uh, they do very different things in the in the uh, in the book. But but the fascist, the whole fascist thing in Heinlein, Heinlein's 
Starship Troopers was to like tout it as a positive. Mm. He, he had fascist con- tendencies anyway. Um, but uh, but the movie was totally, you know, and basically saying, OK, this is OK. It may look good on the surface, but it is not good at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. And I yeah. thought it succeeded in doing all of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, watching this back with my critical eye, and not just a, I don't know, popcorn munching idiot. When I watched this when I was, what, I was, no God, 18, 19 or so this. So I was a dumb kid, <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, I watched this thing and going, oh my God, so cool. Yeah, you got the guns, yeah. the explosions, I did. But watch this back. I'm going, wait a minute, you have to serve in the military in order to have kids, yeah. in order to do stuff, in order to be a citizen. I'm like, what didn't I, f-? I mean, I was, stunned uh i love the fact how paul verhoeven goes you think this fascist society is perfect no look at this 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 and uh, the way the media spins it with these constant uh what was it net yeah fed net thing i mean that was interesting Yeah. yeah it's it's funny because it came out in 1997 and everything was uh was rainbows and and kittens in 1997 you know, mm. and so audience audiences didn't really, in my opinion, connect with the movie on that level because mm. everything was fine. You know what I mean? Um, this was pre 9-11, you know, this mm-hmm. was pre Iraq war and all of this sort of thing. And and so it just now it's considered, you know, you know really uh, it's now it's more critically acclaimed than it was. Yes. Then. Because yeah. now we see what Paul was trying to get at with, mm. with this in the movie through its, you know, little, you know, space 90210 kind of themes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, what I love about this movie was Paul Verhoeven was severely pissed off with the MPAA um, because he says they were perfectly fine with the extreme violence and were perfectly fine with the fascist state. What he did was the shower scene with the boobs and the <laughs> side butts and such. That was got the, the MPs in a tizzy. I'm like, really? I mean, yeah, they weren't even talking about anything about the about nudity. They were just talking about their careers and their yes, yes, yes. And I'm going. Yes, I got the MPA. Why do they have such a hard on for boobs and nipples and such a like, Oh, for God's sake, it's a bloody nipple. It's a boob. Ooh. Right. I mean, that's. A, I mean, that annoys me is the whole. American thing going, oh my god, you can't show a, a, a penis, oh my god, because it'll, it'll be instantly X-rated. Uh, no, it's only X-rated if it's in a severe sexual way, so to speak, yeah. you know? I mean... That's a, that's a good way to yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, because you can have, as it annoys me, in the 80s and 90s, when you're watching horror films, you could have a fully nude woman and she was in a shower, say, or swing, that perfectly fine you've done it with a man it was oh my god don't show that yeah i'm like oh. yeah that's very different nowadays nowadays there's a lot of penises in movies but back yeah then, back yeah. then 1997 there certainly wasn't well i don't know i mean there's, there was a few things yeah yeah I, i've got to say about watching that in the big on a large screen i was stunned at that nude scene because I, I, i'll discuss it in my notes later on but i was stunned about how much 
nudity was actually on scene because I, I mean I've, I've seen hundreds of movies and they didn't go like block it and such but I'm going yeah they didn't even bother I was like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> anyway let's get into the um, nuts and bolts this thing as I said this had a hundred million dollar budget and it pulled in 121 sadly yeah uh, this also had a cast of struggling actors slash genre vets uh, in various roles, including Casa Van Dian as a high school dumb jock turned military leader, which we'll probably discuss by that one. Hmm. Denise Richards as a cheerleader turned ace pilot. Again, I have to talk about that. Oh, God. Neil Patrick <laughs> Harris as a psychic turned black ops leader. Which was really in my opinion. Well, that's true. That's very true. Apparently, he was called um, Dougie Heimler on the set. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great. I love, that. I love that bit of trivia. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. So then we have Michael Ironside as a pacifist high school teacher turned tough as nails gun nut sergeant. Uh, then we had Clancy Brown as a drill sergeant turned war hero. So it's a pretty mixed bag here. I'm, I'm going to say. I mean, yeah. Especially with um, Denise Richards, I've got a lot of things to say about her. Yeah. She can't act for shit. I mean. She- Jesus. Um, she can't she's so pretty. <laughs> mm. I was yeah. I was fine with it because I'm looking at it I'm like, oh yeah, I can I I like this movie. Mm. <laughs> Casper mm. and her in the same movie. I'm like, oh mm. not, I like this. I'd never I I was not familiar with either of them before, you know, so I don't think anybody was. No, no, like I said, they were, they were struck by actors. I think Casper had ironically the movie before this was uh, a Casper movie. <laughs> A Casper of Another Ghost. Oh, really? So, yeah, I'm pretty sure his that movie for oh. us was a Casper of Another Ghost sequel to the the famous one with, um, what's her name? Uh, oh, God, I've got a name now. Uh, Wednesday Adams. Uh, uh, oh, my God, I've got a name now. Oh, mine's went black. Anyway, yeah, that, <laughs> that one. Um, so, like I say, yeah, is this just a big, dumb action flick? Uh, as the critics of the day said this thing was a complete utter joke of a movie or worse is this glorifying violence in a fascist state well that's what we have to discuss today so with that well lose my heart to a star sort trooper let's find out <laughs> God, that's, so that's so cheesy so let's get into the plot set in the far distant again set in the far distant future of 6959 earth is ruled by a one government fascist military state a federation if you will uh, society is split into two groups those who do up to four years in the military uh, they are given the rights to vote and rights to do the freedoms of, of well, freedom and the other ones are not, they're seen as lesser because they have not been brainwashed by the military fascist state for four, five, six years, or in this case, two weeks because they get shot in the face because the military's leaders are fucking idiots, frankly. I mean, hmm. <laughs> so a war is picked on when giant bugs have their planet invaded by this federation. Unfortunately, the bugs are more than a match for these cocky fascists. So it's down to a dumb high school jock, his chilly girlfriend, his psychic best friend, and an army grunts to save the planet Earth. But can I do so? Find out here. Hmm. That's not a bad plot summary, but it can I... Yeah, exactly. 
skips over. <laughs> it was originally a totally different movie from Star the Starship Troopers. It was, uh, what was it, Bug Attack at, at Outpost Seven. Nine. Yeah. Yeah. For this. And and then they they put it. They saw the, uh, Paul saw the similarities between that and the Starship Troopers book, and he was like, "Oh, we got to mm. put them together." Mm-hmm. So. No, actually, it was one of the other writers. He went. We went here. There's this book, uh, and we can get rights for it fairly cheap. So we'll mesh the two together. And uh, when Paul was given the book, he read about half of it and refused to, to read any of it. He went no and threw it away and went. I'll do it my way because they wanted to have it like how rah rah America sort of thing, and or go rah rah fascist states sort of thing. It's a kind of bad thing to say that anyway. But he went no 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 no. I'm going to spin this thing and put my own spin on to it and show you how bad a fascist society can be right. so there we have that one yeah and and he and he realized it would be more sellable if, mm. if attached to starship troopers the book mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it, yeah they, they somebody bought it right away yeah i think they, right yeah i think that's for a book were bought for about 10 grand i think it was ten thousand dollars they paid for the rest yeah. of the book they were utterly shocked that it hadn't been purchased already. Because mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, it, I mean, it's been around since what the '60s. Yeah. So, yeah. Nobody, nobody optioned it at all. So they were like, okay, no. well, we can do this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's quite good. One thing I've got to say off the bat here: the CGI in this thing still holds up. Bearing in mind that this is 1996-97 when this was made, but the CGI still holds up. I mean, if you watch other movies at the time, like Jurassic, Jurassic Park Two. CGI is a bit ropey. Yeah. You know, but this one, it holds up. But in saying that, um, in saying that, is it actually CGI or is it models that used and they just copied and pasted the ships? They, they actually, they did a combination. They, uh, all of, all of the action was um, completely CGI. Um, Then they had some, um, full-scale models for specific scenes and you can kind of tell when you're watching the movie when it's a full-scale model that's in front of them but mm-hmm. uh, but those the full-scale models did not move very much and very well so they did not use them very often and they mostly used them for static things like when you know someone was injured and they were respond acting and so the mm-hmm. bug wasn't really moving at that point you know mm-hmm. um but yeah almost entirely cgi they did not they it was, it made the, it made the effects uh, a lot quicker. Okay. Okay. So I did read somewhere that their, the cargo ship, it's not cargo, the troop ships, rather, the big gigantic troop ships, that was an 11 foot model. And yeah. the uh, arachnid bugs, there was one um, sort of model statue thing, and it was like 12 feet tall, sort of thing, yeah. with the spindular legs and such. And yeah. there was one gigantic beetle, that sort of thing. Yeah. And oh, yeah. they had to do a big one of the uh, yeah. of the brain bug. Yeah, they had to do a full scale of the brain brain bug. So yeah, yeah. Okay, let's discuss the elephant in the room: the nudity. Now, I remember way, way back in ninety eight or ninety seven, when this was first getting discussed, I would watch a, a film TV show called Film whatever the date was in the film, 1998, 1999, and so on and so forth, uh, which was on the BBC. And they says that Paul Verhoeven 
actually got nude on the set, him and the cameraman and the light man and the sound man and all the grips, the entire ca- uh, crew rather was naked on the set because apparently Casa Van Den says, I'm not doing nudity, so you're going to fuck yourself. And he goes, oh yeah. He stripped off naked and went, now what? Yeah. And his face went and just fell and, and he stripped off naked. And I think it was a one take deal sort of thing. Although he, apparently he was pissed when he got his ass slapped at the end of the scene where she goes, who nice ass and slapped someone else. That wasn't in the script and he was pissed. So, mm. oh, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the FedNet stuff was a clever idea. However, it's very Robocop, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's very Robocop. There's a lot of things about this movie that are Robo, very Robocop-ish. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yep. I love the FedNet stuff. That was just mm-hmm. brilliant. Yeah, would you like to know more? <laughs> stuff like and the, the little computer pop-up stuff, I, I thought it was quite quite clever. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, I love the... the, the, the the um, FedNet voice guy sounds like Charlie from Charlie's Angels. <laughs> so it's like, what the hell? So yeah, he actually looked up and it's not the, not the same actor, but yeah, he sounds like, would you like to know more? The bugs are attacking and stuff, did it? And I thought, oh, God. And I just, oh, the voice is just so like, like chipper, like we're talking about death and destruction. And mm. I'm I'm kind of happy about it because, you know, <laughs> Because this mm. is going to further our military state. It's great. Yeah, the bug planet, Clan uh, Clan Is that Yes, it's Clan It's on. I love this one. Right on the news, they they spin this thing horrendously. Oh my God, the bugs are attacking us by throwing meteors at our and asteroids and such over this. I'm going. It's on the other end of the Milky Way. I mean. <sighs> yeah, yeah. The, that's the interesting part about uh, about this is that they never. Uh, the, the the government in the movie never explains how the bugs are possibly doing this. Mm-hmm. They have no technology to speak of. I mean, they mm-hmm. go to the planet. There's no technology there. They're just arachnids. Yes. Yes. How how are they getting this technology to hurl these across? You know, however long, however distance they need to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's kind of implying that this is kind of a false flag type of operation mm-hmm. that Buenos Aires um, wasn't destroyed by the bugs, but the, the, the government with any fascist state, they need a bad guy. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how they, mm-hmm. that's, that's how they survive. They, they have a common, you know, everybody has a common enemy, you know, and, and they needed it to be the bugs. And so they created this, Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Destroyed. Yes. Let's blame it on the bugs and this, you know, this technology that they have that we'll never talk about. So it's very interesting when you see it through that light, you know, that maybe the bugs mm-hmm. weren't so bad. Maybe they were just defending themselves. Yes. Yeah. So, but it's it's left ambiguous, which is great. I love that. It's it, you you're not sure, and it's kind of clever. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, I love the fact that on live television, mind. By the way, it's half across the, the Milky Way. Yeah, it's having live broadcast. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. really? Okay, then. Um, they show <laughs> a, a news anchor getting killed on live TV by one of the gigantic arachnids. I'm going, really? And it doesn't even cut. It just, anyway. Oh my god. But yeah. Yeah, because they also needed, needed to show the horror of it so they could everybody could be angry at the moment. It's, it's. <laughs> I love it. 
<laughs> yeah. Also, it's either 69.59 or 21.79 because I read somewhere in the book it's supposed to be 5,000 years in the future. It's dropped in the movie somewhere. It's 21.79. So when is it? Is it 5,000 years in the future or was it a couple hundred years in the future? So, I don't know. I was... I, I I ignored all those things because it it I did it even give a year in the beginning of the movie? No, it didn't. But I read on IMDb that somewhere in the movie it's dropped in one of the little news snippets. It's twenty one seventy nine, but I didn't see that anywhere. So I'm going huh. where where did you get that date from? Did you put your, your bloody ass basically? <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to look at. I'll have to watch it again. Uh, I've never I've never noticed. And I'm, yeah, yeah, I love the fact how despite having spaceships and this technology to do like start, um, warp speed sort of thing, they have grunts with laser quest armor and crappy ass machine guns. I'm going, really? That's your technology for your army? This is a militaristic society and all you have is machine guns. There's no yeah. laser guns, there's no <laughs> whatever. I'm going, machine guns, I mean, come on. In the in the book, one of the things that a lot of people that knew the book and saw the movie didn't like was in the book. One of the prominent things is these um, these robotic bits that they wear, that the military wears to make them stronger and faster and they can jump great distances and um, and stuff like that. Um, And they were totally not in the movie at all. Um, And a lot of people were upset about that, but um, mostly because it was just budget. They, they mm. couldn't possibly outfit every person on the on the set with you know these these big RoboCop style you know outfits, but mm. um, but yeah. So in the book, it, it, there's a lot more technology, but there was still no lasers even in the book. They were they were regular machine okay. guns around, just higher powered. Okay, okay. Yeah, like I said, it's not until the third movie they bring in the mech suits. They call them the, the Marauder suits. And it's like, okay then, it's basically, because apparently this Robert uh, Heinlein, I can't pronounce this guy's name, Heinlein, is that how you his name? Anyway, um, was the so, so-called uh, grandfather of this mech suit thing. Mm-hmm. So stuff like Iron Man and, well you said Robocop, Robocop's a cyborg, so. Mm. But yeah, yeah. although speaking about machine guns, apparently there was 300,000 rounds of blanks were fired and that's the highest ever uh, on movie ever so this, is, this isn't a violent film at all no no, no we no. only we only you know rattled off three hundred thousand rounds mm, mm, yeah i love this one. so after the disastrous opening it flashes back a year and we're introduced to our hero johnny Greco, played by Casa van Dian, who's 26 here playing 18 I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> In his breakout role. So, hmm. And then we have his girlfriend, Carmen, played by Denise Richards, and his friend, so, friend Zond, even. Wannabe girlfriend, Dizzy, played by Dana Meyer. I love the fact how she is so into him, but he's having none of it until he realises he joined the army for the wrong reasons. He joined to be with uh, with Carmen, and 
Cowan's like, no, nope, forget it. I'm an officer. You're just a grunt. Get away from me, sort of thing. And he's like, well, yeah, yeah sort of scenario. I mean, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and they've been taught. Like best, you know. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, I love the fact that she doesn't give up at all. She even follows Johnny or Rico rather, into the same group, into the yeah. same grunts. And yeah. I'm going, mate, wake up. She's um, into you. Your girlfriend's a. Well, you're, you're saying wake. You're saying wake up. Me, I'm thinking that's a red flag. No, actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, way. Okay, yeah. Let's let's back off a little bit. <laughs> I suppose that's true. Actually, I never thought about that way. I just thought that she was sort of the love of his life, sort of thing, and he went, no, 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 you can go away because Carmen's rich, and you might not be rich, maybe middle class, but she's stinking right. rich, sort of thing. And the, 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 I mean, mm, so they've been taught ethics uh, by their one-armed teacher, Mr. Uh, Razik, played by Michael Ironside. And I love him. He's just going, point people with the little stumpy arm, going, you tell me they did it. I'm going, this is so, <laughs> so... I mean, I love the fact how they have the little sort of iPad drawing pad things, and Johnny's doing the whole... Yeah. Oh, and she's like, the camera's like, nope, have a bubble, bubble, bubble gum in your face. And I was like, you're <laughs> such a bitch. <laughs> Uh, and apparently Michael Ironside was told the reason why he's one-armed it wasn't from a birth defect it was from he was in the army and ripped off by a bug attack therefore he's now a pacifist so uh, okay then that's his backstory for his character which explains why he is so anti-bug because what he said is was blown off the face of the earth sort of thing so he joined the military and went straight well, I don't get but uh, that's complicated because he's a pacifist for years and he just rejoins up and he's instantly given a sergeant and you're a, that's your, that's your platoon sort of thing so I mean you're saying that I'll get back to this later on in, in the sort of in my notes it's amazing how fast you become a leader in the society I mean because Rico goes from a grunt almost a washout grunt to a lieutenant in what five weeks yeah, I mean, <laughs> he was very good. He was a very good grunt, though. Oh, that's true. That's very true. That's very, very true. <laughs> and people kept dying, so you know. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. So after class, we find out that Carmen is great at math. Uh, yeah, but Denise Richards looks like she's got like two modes: confused and smelling a fart. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my god it's, and it's, it's probably a good thing that she just moved on to uh, the real housewives and, and just oh, stayed please. there <laughs> didn't do any more movies i'm sorry no no when she popped up in uh what was that one she popped in spawn oh, of her dice as a bond girl oh yeah and she was uh, in uh, uh uh what is it um uh what is that one show uh no i can't think of it anyway yeah she was on a tv show what was it it's, it'll come to me never mind Could Move I, on. like i said and uh tomorrow uh is it tomorrow or is it dying our day i think it's dying our day actually uh she's a bond girl and she's a nuclear physicist christmas jones i'm going really these Richards <laughs> as a nuclear physicist no 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 so hmm but we also find out that Rico is dumb as a bag, bag of rocks, thanks to his best friend, Carl 
uh, Jenkins, played by Neil Patrick Harris, shaming him by having the big scoreboard screams going, he's a dumb idiot, look, he's 35% yeah. in mass, he's a bloody idiot. I'm going, that's a dick move, isn't it? I mean, that is just... <laughs> that's uh, so not Doogie Howser. That's just a mm, not a Doogie Howser move. Mm, mm, I'm sorry, but the only thing I know Neil Patrick Harris from is How Met Your Mother. That's all I know him for. So. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, he was a child actor. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I know he was a child actor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Doogie Howser and such. But yeah, all I know from is How Met Your Mother. So. Which uh, mm. is a brilliant show, by the way. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. The, this, this sort of sequel, uh, How Met Your Father, it's quite good also. So check that uh, one out. Oh, two and a half minutes. That's what, Dean, that's what she was on. Ah, yes, because she was married to Charlie Sheen. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. She was on that show. That's right. Okay. Okay, we can mm. move on now. I, I remember mm. the show. I'm sorry, I can't stand two and a half men. That was that drove me in because men every scene it's like man oh, that drove me insane. So no 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 no. Um right, so onto the biology class we find out Carmen has a weak stomach, whereas Rico has a cast iron that rips up the bug and pulls out the the the, the insides and going, That is disgusting. <laughs> I, mean, I love the fact how uh, the teacher is Rue McClanahan. Uh, yeah, Rue McClanahan. How? Wh- why she was in this movie? I have no mm. idea. I'm so confused by that. Mm. I was my jaw hit the floor when I realized who that was. I goes, "You've got to be joking me!" <laughs> no, <laughs> I was stunned when I, I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. I kept thinking, "Is she going to pop up later in the movie or something?" No, she never does. She, that's that's her entire scene. It's just that yeah. one. <laughs> Yeah, like like, once. How did they pay her to be in this movie? <laughs> mm, mm. I must have been friends with um with Paul Verhoeven, so mm. oh maybe. Um, but I love the fact how they're pulling out the the bowls and the such and pulling out the the and she just goes and throws up the the, yeah. the soup and apparently that was cold um Scotch broth soup and she hated that having oh. sitting in her mouth so yay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so cut to Carl testing Rico's psychic powers uh, and I'm going okay then is it wrong I wanted Carl to shock Rico that you got the wrong answer with the spinning cards yeah. <laughs> you know that I'm going awesome. no that would have so, been very yeah. Carl yeah, that would have been great <laughs> yeah yeah and we find out Carl can control animals but not humans yet and I was going oh that's sinister <laughs> <laughs> God almighty Although I do love the, the, the commercials for that When it goes are you psychic do you think you're psychic You may well be come join the Psychop stuff and I'm going Oh dear god that's so cheesy <laughs> Oh that's excellent I, I just love all every every single Commercial of those just hit perfectly mm. I mean I love the one With the teacher and it has the, the, the big box of um, cockroaches, and the, the little students are standing on it going, yeah, she's going, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, love, calm down. <laughs> God, it's, yeah. it's and they're all stomping on them. I, mm-hmm. To this day, I cannot watch that scene. I have to cover my eyes and look away. Because it, I, it, they're, they're squishing the bugs, and they're they're really squishing the It looks like they're really squishing the bugs. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't watch it. Oh, it's just terrible. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. So on to a football game because eh, where we meet Rico's rival Xander, played by Patrick Muldoon, who was 30 playing 
18. Yeah. <laughs> and he looks every inch of 30. It's like, oh, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, Denise Richards was 27 playing 18. And I think Neil Patrick Harris was 26 playing 18. So, oh. yay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Patrick Muldoon was uh, that was his first movie. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was his first movie. He was, um, I think, at the time he was on Melrose Place still, and hmm. um, so he pegged him because he wanted Paul wanted uh, uh, a Melrose Place vibe, and so he actually pulled hmm. somebody from Melrose Place. <laughs> okay, which was kind of funny. Okay, okay. And uh, during this game, Rico shows off the uh, athletic ability of a leaping, just like a gazelle, just leaps over the place. I'm like, what? Are you part flea? I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Although the one thing I do love about this, this is supposed to be the distant future, but the fashion is very late 1990s with the miniskirts and the uh, the knee-high socks and the little boots. I'm going, oh, this is so 1990s, late 90s. I mean, Jesus <laughs> They didn't even they didn't even like try to make it different. No, no, no. <laughs> Although it could be worse. It could be like in Star Trek where they have weird outfits with the bits of the shoulder pads and the it's like, no, that's cool. The eighties. This is not the the <laughs> the future. I was like, God Almighty. <laughs> and now the one thing that really annoyed me was if they, they don't do mental service right, they don't have the right to vote. Right. Mm-hmm. Yet Rico's family is stinking rich. How did they become so well off? If they don't have the right to vote, they don't have the right to have kids. How did they have kids, and how were they so rich? Well, the it, it's it's easier to get kids when you're a citizen, but you don't have to. The process is faster and less intensive when you're a citizen, but you can still have kids. But yeah, I I often wonder too how how did the state allow them to be so rich if they mm. weren't part of the government? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because to say time and time again, if you are not a citizen, you have no vote. You're a worse than second class citizen. Therefore, how the fuck did you have that kid? And how did you be this big luxurious house? And why right. are you so rich? It sort of doesn't make sense. I'm going. That doesn't mesh. Yeah. So, mm, mm. And why are there so many white people in Buenos Aires? Well, apparently, um, Castle Van der Anasta, and somebody says to him, they're Nazis from World War Two. That's the, uh, the ancestor from the, the Nazis from World War II. I'm like, oh my God, really? So, Because <laughs> oh apparently in Argentina, uh, there's a lot of former Nazis, or former because they after World War Two they ran to to um, Argentina. So okay then. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. I mean it's a stretch, but you know. <laughs> because Rico's supposed to be blonde haired and blue eyed. I was going, is he blonde haired and blue eyed? Mm. <laughs> He's an American blonde, which really isn't blonde. <laughs> mm. I love the fact how the dad wants him to go to Harvard. But Rico's like, nope, I'm joining up. It's only going to be a couple of years. It'll be, it'll be easy. I'm going, really, mate? I mean, the way they make it sound like you got arms ripped off, legs ripped off, but yeah, you're fine. You're, you're now yeah. a citizen. 
Yeah. Kitten. <laughs> <laughs> of course, by that point, the bugs hadn't really attacked, attacked. You know what I mean? Mm. Okay. So he was thinking, oh, it's going to be easy, you know, in and out kind of thing. And mm-hmm. that didn't happen. Yeah, yeah exactly. Although it, it sort of subtly said that the biology teacher, she's blinded by the bugs that spit acid in her face. Oh, yeah. So, hmm, they knew the bugs were dangerous, yet you still attacked their planet. So it's sort of, hmm, yeah, how long was this war gone for? Yeah, and I was kind of wondering, okay, the bugs clearly have not made it to earth so where are we going to attack the bugs you know what i mean mm-hmm. i like because the bugs aren't on the planet aren't on earth so they're yeah. we're or the, the they were clearly going to the bugs yeah, yeah. why were they going to the bugs if they hadn't attacked the earth yeah I mean, like you said there's no technology at all on this bug planet i mean right. all they are are giant bugs it's yeah. like there's no weapons that don't even talk to each other. I mean, there's a... I mean, they are, they are themselves the technology, I guess, but the bugs mm. themselves, because they can do crazy things with their butts and stuff, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm going, how did you find this planet? Did you send out probes all over the Milky Way and went, oh, there's a planet there. Well, we'll use that one as the excuse to have this gigantic, over-the-top, yeah. expensive military society. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <sighs> Mm, see mm, this movie just keeps getting deeper and deeper when you think about it it's lovely that's it. mm, mm, yeah yeah so cut to what else are prom because murica that's why <laughs> <laughs> and dizzy is all over rico like a bad rash i mean i love the fact <laughs> cameron goes i'm gonna go over here to have a drink and she's over him like a bloody joke she's like mm, you're mine i'm like okay love shh <laughs> I see red flags everywhere. <laughs> mm, mm, yeah, yeah. So Rico and company next day sign up to go be in the, the military machine, whereas uh, Rico's a grunt, um, Carmen's a pilot, and Carl is, what was it, Games and, what the hell it was, uh, aka oh, uh, Cyclops. Yeah, yeah. So, mm. Military intelligence. Yeah, yeah. Black Ops are going to hear so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and they all swear to be BFS forever. Yay! I was like, really? Really? I do, I do love Carol going, we'll be millions of light years apart, but I'll still write you. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Not one time did he send them a letter or a video letter. No, you know? no. Just an uncaring bastard. That's what he is. Mm, mm. And I'm so, sure he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You I know, mean, the black ops thing. You know. Yeah. I have to tell you, I have to kill you first, but oh my god! So mm. <laughs> I love, I love what Rico's dad goes completely insane when he finds out that Rico uh, joins up the military, and he cuts him off right there and then. So he's penniless, and he has no choice but to join up with the mobile infantry, aka the Grants. And I'm going, that's a bit much, you know. He just cuts him off and goes, "You're finished, bugger off." Sort of thing. Yeah. So it's like that's a. Mm. Yeah, that seems well, that it would. So it's it would stand to reason then that his dad is very anti-government, which again, mm-hmm. how is he rich if he's anti-government? Because mm-hmm. he would have to yeah. be anti-government in order to be anti-military. And yet mm-hmm. he's this rich guy that is making lots of money. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that works. 
Yeah, I mean, I have no idea myself. So, hmm. although I do love the fact how they don't actually show the rest of the planet; they just show this one section of of South America. What about the rest of the planet? I mean, uh, hmm. yeah, hmm. yeah, it's yeah. They focus <clears throat> entirely on that, and they they don't even mention any other places, do they? Because hmm. the the bugs don't attack any other place other than Buenos Aires, so yeah, yeah. They end up not talking about any place else. So that's that is kind of odd. Mm, that's very odd, yeah. Although I do love the fact how Rico throws his entire life away, all his money, all his power, because I'm guessing the, the father's connected, um, on Carmen. And she doesn't give a shit. She goes, yeah, whatever, nah, and runs off. I'm going, mate, you're a bloody idiot. You have been whipped into next week. And she still hasn't put out yet. I'm going, oh my God, I hope she's worth it because you've just threw away everything on this one chance to get into her pants. God Almighty! Yeah, and test audience. Well, we'll get that. We'll get. I'll get to that later. Go ahead. Mm. I don't mm. want to spoil anything. <laughs> That's the whole point. This reviews spoiling stuff. So, <laughs> mm. so, uh, yet more FedNet stuff as the propaganda machine churns on and on and on and on. It shows kids fighting over the, the big uh, assault rifles and such and psychic powers and. Are you? Was it? Oh, it also shows a bug getting killed by a cow, or rather, a, a cow getting killed by a bug, rather. But I love the fact how it's censored because Paul Verhoeven didn't want to piss off P- uh, Peter, so they oh. put a big censor bar on it. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake! Yeah, those show even, which made it even better that it was. Mm. Censored. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 But they're showing the thing was showing dead bodies on on live television, but you can't show the cow getting killed because that's a big no no. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> I just love that one. It's like he didn't want to piss off Peter, so he yeah. censored it. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's cheaper if you don't show it, so you yes. slap a censor. Yes. <laughs> mm. So it just cuts to the boot camp as it just goes screen wipe boot camp uh, with Drill Sergeant Zim, played by Clancy Brown, telling the newbies they are not worthy, they are lower than scum. I'm like, ooh, Kira in a full melted jacket, calm down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the fact that he is so um, mean, or no mean, outright destructive to these, these cadets. He breaks one guy's arm, he puts a knife through the other guy's hand, sort of stuff, and he's like literally beating the shit out of these cadets. I'm going, wow, that's right, you have no rights at all if you're a second class citizen. Yeah, and that's like wow, jeez. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's they have to, you know, show that it. Well, in the military, especially in in a fascist state, you know, if if you're in the military, you have to follow orders, and if you mm-hmm. do not follow orders, you, you know, you will die. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yes. So. Yeah, yeah. I saw that one, but he looks up to the guy and goes, "Anybody who takes me down can." whatever it was, and the guy goes, I'll do it, sir, and he goes, clink, and bang goes his arm, I'm like, medic, and he's like, oh, <laughs> sir, my arm may be broken, why give it away the snap? And then up walks Dizzy to sign up to uh, Rico's platoon sort of thing, and I'm going, really love, you're going to throw away your life on the chance of getting to Rico's knickers, I mean, mm. right. Yeah, which is mm. funny because in the shower scene, she makes fun of him 
for joining up for a girl mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's in that in is is in his regime because she wants the boy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i do love the fact how she takes on uh zim and gets a couple of good kicks in until she basically gets too cocky and he knocks her out literally just by laying on her throat and knocks her right out and i'm like whoa this is extreme i mean you've got broken arms and such but he knocks out this sort of slight woman i'm going wow that's a bit much i was going to hear my notes spot jake pussy as ace levy these names by the way i mean uh who wrote these names (laughs) The, na- the names are from Heinlein. You have to blame him for coming up with the name. Oh, oh my God. So Rico is pissed uh, to see Dizzy. And he is colder to her than a bloody Russian winter. I mean, he's just like, Ooh, I got away from you to stop my whole life. Mm, sort of stuff. And she's like, oh, but I love you, Rico. Do, do, do. I'm going, oh, my God. You're a pippy little buddy pew for crying out loud, you know. It's like, <laughs> oh, dear. So Ace sass talks Zim. So he nails them in the hand with a, a, a throwing knife, saying, how can you press a, a, a nuke? All you have to do is press the button. He goes, put your hand in a wall, son, and boom, with a throwing knife. And he's like, yeah, medic! <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, the medic stuff was great. I loved how he used that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, I, I, I was actually laughing at it. I was like, really? He's like, medic! <laughs> Although apparently Jake Busey got sunstroke because he was filming this these scenes in the in the direct heat and it was a hundred and ten yeah. uh, Fahrenheit and yeah. he is a closet ginger. Therefore he got sunstroke. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, passed he issues. I remember I remember hearing about his issues during after after the movie came out and he was talking about how how it was rough. Mm. Mm. Because, I mean, they were literally in the desert. Mm-hmm. It would mm-hmm. get super hot during the day and super cold at night. And they had to stay in the desert. It's not like they had hotels nearby that they could just run off to the hotel, mm-hmm. you know. They oftentimes had to spend the night in the desert for the next day's shooting. And they were shooting six days a week. Mm-hmm. And so they didn't have much time. So, yeah, it was it was rough. It was a rough uh, with the cold and the hot, the cold and the hot. Mm-hmm. They were all problems. Yeah, yeah. Sounds a bit like Star Wars, um, where they were filming in the deserts and um oh, what's his name? Uh the C three PO actor had to wear that big gold suit and he was sweating uh, and almost just like Jesus Christ. So on to the co co ed shower scene, it's quite hard to see that actually. Uh, where everybody was nude and this is what pissed off the censors the most, as I said earlier. Not the extreme violence, not the blood and guts and gore, but a boob and a side shot of a various actor's um, genitalia. I'm going, really? So a boob, a nipple here, and an arse shot here, and a a flash of pubes here, and oh my God, we can't show that. Why? That's that's so funny because in this here in in the states we there was no talk about that at all. There was like. You know, it was not a big deal at all. Mm, mm. There was a documentary I watched um, a good couple of years back saying the BBFC, the British Broadcasting of Film Censorship, was ran by Iron Fist until, what was it now, 2003? And there was a whole new new blood brought in 
they had to take over the BBFC. And this is when they sort of laxed the rules a little bit, where movies such as The Exorcist came out. And um, all these quote-unquote video nasties were allowed to be released in Britain, such as Evil Dead, uh, Driller Killer, and various other movies like that. Oh. And it's true, because I remember watching The Exorcist in 2003 um, for its, what its 30th anniversary. So, and I was kind of stunned at this thing because I heard the notorious exorcist, oh my God, it's so blah, 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 and it's so in your face and sort of stuff. And I'm watching this thing and I'm going, this is boring. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I distinctly remember watching this thing three times and falling asleep three yeah. times and waking up during the power of Christ compelled you stuff. I'm going, I feel sleep again. No, come on, really? <laughs> so, mm. It is a difficult film to get through sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I've got in here, during this scene, they're not discussing sexuality at all. I mean, nobody's actually looking down, which I'm going, these are horny teenagers. No, they'd be eyes be over the place and they'd be yeah. sort of stuff. But no, they're discussing, they want to be a, a politician, they want to have kids, they want to have a career, they want to be a farmer, they want to be a citizen, they want to have the rights and the power. So I'm thinking, is that how it works? There's, there's a two-tier society? Yeah, that, a citizen. That was very that was very intentional on Paul Verhoeven's part because he wanted them he wanted to um he wanted to extract the the if you notice, all the hopes that they had were all involved with the state. Mm. You know, um, they wanted to be a politician. They wanted to be, you know, and and the the fun was not in it. There was there was they weren't talking about you know sex and they weren't commenting on you know each other's you know bodies or anything because he wanted to just pull the the humanity out of the 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 characters and the people. And you know, replace it with this this single-minded fascist kind of thinking that they were just um, that's all they knew because that's what they grew mm. up in, and mm. that's yeah. that was the purpose for that scene was he wanted the nudity, but he didn't want anybody to even acknowledge the nudity. Mm. So mm. very clever. Yeah, yes, very very clever. I just that one, but one guy goes, "I want to be a writer, therefore I have to be a citizen." I'm going, "You, you can't even write in a society." I, I mean, know. God. <laughs> So, <laughs> I want I want to pee, but I need to be a citizen. Yeah, I mean I mean I was thinking watching this back, going so it's literally a two-tier society. A citizen has all the power, all the rights, and the rest of it is just down here, where you have to be a farmer, you have to have this, you have to have this. Da, da, da. You do the, all the menial tasks, where the citizens are rich ones that are lazy and go on holiday trips to various other planets and such. Because don't I mention a planet? Or it's like a beach, the whole thing, the whole planet's a beach where oh, the father right. tries to tries to bribe Rico away to go, oh, we're going to go to this Alpha Rim planet. And right. da, 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 da. So I'm going, so is this what a citizen does? A citizen goes to all these elaborate things and have the lap of luxury, whereas a second class citizen has to be a farmer, has to do the menial jobs and do the crap, but has no rights at all. So, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Or at least limited rights. Mm. They probably have rights because clearly the rich, you know, um, Rico's parents had some kind of rights because they had money. But but maybe they had 
they had rights because they had money. You yes, know what I mean? I'm thinking of so much. I've got to hear again, how is Rico's family so rich and how are they so connected if they are not a citizen? They're, you know, yeah. so it's, it's a sort of confusing. It would have been better if they actually had a little bit more time on Earth to explain the way the society works. Instead, you can read into the, the battles and the explosions and keeping the, the idiots in the back row entertained. Like I was, I was a kid going, yeah, explosions, oh, big guns and stuff. <laughs> so, mm. But yeah, in, mm. the, in the book, the actual book might had get into that more. I don't remember specifically about that and how that caste system might work. But um, but yeah, the book itself is it's it's not an exciting book. So it's not a, it's not an easy book to read. You have to really be into like socio political types of okay. uh, thinking in order to really enjoy the book. Um, it's very hard to get through. I do not recommend reading it. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. So let's move on to Rico sending Carmen a video letter showing off his digs, and it's literally a bed. That's all he has in the world is a bed and his uniform. And she's going, "Oh, look at me! I've got this big starship, and I'm the I'm the pilot." Blah 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 blah. I'm going, "You're a bloody bitch!" So yeah, he threw his <laughs> entire life away for you, and you're like, "Ooh, I'm the rarty farty from an officer. You just are, you just a grub. You just get shot in the face." I'm flying this 200 ton fucking um, troop carrier. I'm going, "You're a cold-hearted bitch." I mean, <laughs> mm, mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, she's. Um, it's funny because he, he he meant for her to be a sympathetic character to a certain extent, but she is not. Mm. Mm. <laughs> no, it's like okay, she's just not. She's you know yeah yeah she's just the not not great. Mm. Yeah yeah, and Carmen watches this. Then she she stops it and runs because her rival stack. Lumbruiser, God, what are these names? Played by Amy Smart. I was like, Amy Smart, what the hell is she doing in this thing? It's this little part she's playing. And I'm going, mm. to the deck of a ship to pilot a little shuttlecraft off the moon dock. I'm going, so there's this gigantic ring around the moon. Wouldn't that cause chaos when you're, I don't know, solar eclipsing? I mean, how would that work? Yeah, I <laughs> I don't know if they thought about that as very much. It took me a while to figure out that it was even a ring until like they panned out and it was like, oh, oh, that's a that's a ring around that. That seems awkward. Mm. I've got in here. This subtle sh- set looks cheap. I mean, the the, the cheapness of this uh, set is like you can literally see the the sort of cardboard cardboard the sort of foam seats. And I'm going, it's yeah. a foam seat and the the plastic. Um, joystick sort of thing i'm going <laughs> oh my god this is so cheap yeah and it wasn't it looked like everything was painted like matte gray mm, like mm. can't there be like shininess or something you know mm. glass here and there something that you know maybe chrome something that makes it look a little more like less plastic mm. but yeah. mm. maybe that's the point maybe this is why the society is so so rich because it, everything's so cheap and chintzy because I know for a fact it'll be blown up because everybody who's running the military is a fucking idiot. So yeah, mm. yeah, I mean, and, and some of it is you know the I mean when you think about the military you know you think of gray and you think of you know um, 
you know, just boxy things. And that's kind of what everything was. Nothing was until the very, very last shot of the movie. Everything is very boxy and, you Mm. know, clunky and military. Mm -hmm. Until the end of the movie when suddenly, hey, you know, they're going to, you know, they're going to put a bunch more money into the military now. And suddenly everything Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do love the fact how, as I say, Star Trek took this idea and ran with it. Because in Star Trek, it's all touch screens and such, and it's all da da da. Well, apart from sexy stuff, because that was all like buttons and all that crap. But anyway, when I talk about the the modern, like the next gen upwards Star Trek, it's all touch screens and such, and it's all shiny and glossy and perfect and clean and smooth. This one's a bit more grimy and down and dirty. It's it's a bit like so. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got down here, on board this space cruiser, Carmen meets Captain uh, Delaria, played by Brenda Storm. I've got down here, Janeway, is that you? She reminded me so much of, of Janeway from from Voyager, Star Trek Voyager. I yeah. was like, oh my god, that's so <laughs> Catherine Janeway. So. Yeah, yeah, she was, the, that captain, um, She's she was one of my favourite characters in the movie, whole movie. Because mm. just she just plays it so smart, you know, and and she's actually a good actress, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so many of the people around her were not. And she just really stood out as, as just very commanding and very captain like and very like, I don't know, very Janeway, like you said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I loved her character. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what I do love about this movie is uh, her pilot trainer. I've got to hear a question mark, question mark. Is Xander, what, you know, what were the chances? I mean, she <laughs> joins up and 10 weeks later, she's now under him. I'm going, oh, there's that stalker territory right there. I've got to hear, they two set up the exact same time. So how the hell is he, her trainer, if the two of them set up at the exact same time? So... Yeah, mm. I was confused by that too. Even when I first saw the movie, I'm like, wait a second, that can't be right. But mm. you know, it does further the plot, I guess. But yeah, mm. it did make sense. It did not make no. sense. No. Although in saying that, as I say, Rico goes from washout grunt to lieutenant in a matter of weeks. So uh, maybe it's how the military works. <laughs> and I mean, Carmen went from grunt to starship pilot in a in, yes, in a yes. Long. yes, so you yes. know. Yeah, I've got down here. Of course, cameras on the actual. She's a show off on this on a stick. I love the fact that she's the little shuttle thing, and they're going, "Oh my god, she's insane!" Ah! So she's doing the whole zooming stuff on. And I'm going, "Oh my god, oh god!" I love that one. She's sort of reversing out of space dock, and oh, yeah. they're going, "Get to take the the, the bulk cord things off," and she's going, "Yeah, it's fine. It's going ten feet from target." And dee, dee. I'm like, "Really, love? No, no, no." I was that captain. You'd be put back on buddy fight. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, think- if I was thinking at the time, I'm thinking, okay, that captain would have said something long ago. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's it, it, yeah, that was kind of silly, but mm, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry if I was that captain, she was scrubbing the toilets for the next ten years. I mean, <laughs> show off a little. Mm. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, so back in boot camp, Rico is a natural leader. However, he is a reckless as he gets. Uh, one of the grunts head blown off because the helmets are so cheap and tinsy that he's going, well, I can't do this with the helmet, the helmet, it takes it off and it gets shot in the face. 
I'm going, wow. <laughs> I've got it here. What is it with the laser quest armor? <laughs> it looks so cheap. I'm like, that is so plastic. It feels like you could scrape it off. So, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, Rico's made squad leader because, as again, he's a, he's a natural leader. So to give him the little, the little sitting portion, going, look, look, I've got a little pin. Yeah. yeah. So I just loved it. <laughs> Although my favorite character in this movie is uh, Jake Busey's character Ace. Because oh, he yeah. is such an annoying prick. You know, <laughs> he is so in his Enrico's face and doesn't let him have anything. Yeah. I mean, when he's dancing with Dizzy's with the fiddle and he's playing the, fight, uh, the fiddle, yeah. I'm going, you're such an annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Jake Busey anyway. So I was like, oh, I was so happy to see him in this movie. I'm mm. like, oh, yeah, he, he deserves to be in this movie. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just love that one, but I love the fact how um, Carmen sends uh, Rico of it, and he goes, wait a minute, you're banging that? How the hell did you get I'm going, yeah. you're such a dick. <laughs> and I love the the, the little um, video uh, letters are micro CDs. I went, oh God, this is so oh, 90s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I've got in here, she sends him a Dear John letter and dumps his ass because she wants to become an officer. I goes, that is cold. I mean, that is just ice yeah. cold and nasty. Well, you know, we can't can't mix the the. No, of course not. No. You know, the uh, the pilots and the the grunts, you know, that mm. wouldn't be good. I mean, even I love in a society as, as a whole militaristic society, but even that's it's tears. I'm going, yeah. wow, you've got grunts, pilots, and psychops or black yeah. ops sort of thing it's like wow even in a society it's split into subsection society wow what a mm. oh my god so next day it's a live ammo shoot war games style as we could get someone killed he's then whipped as punishment mm-hmm. i'm like wow um like i said he's an actual leader but he is a reckless i love the fact how they sort of lash him up and they give him 10 lashes and i'm going Wow, really? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Christ. Although I do love it on the, the Fed net. They go, a murderous trial today. The execution is live on TV. Oh, that's all channel. I'm like, wow, so they're going to show ex- executions? Ooh, yeah. this oh, is... and that was going to be executed? Mm. That's, that's that's Ed Newmeyer. That's the guy that wrote the, the script. Oh, was it? Right, okay then. Okay. Yeah, and that is in the handcuffs. Yeah, that's the writer. And oh. the guy who... The, the one of the producers is the guy who says um the only good bug is a dead bug yeah 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 i'm one i love the fact how castle vandia lost 15 pounds on a crash diet to do this shirtless scene not a nude scene but this shirtless scene i'm going what did you lose weight to do the nude scene mate not just a shirtless scene so uh, i mean <laughs> mm, mm. dear oh dear Meanwhile, in deep space, Carmen is now number number one or number two um, in charge of this huge-ass space troop carrier. Or the hell that thing is, uh, troop carrier ship thing. I'm going, how the hell did she become number two or number one? What number was um, so quick? Yeah. Yeah, because because it's only a two-hour movie. So, you know. Oh, that's true. That's very true. Things have, to, go, true. have to happen fast. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact how Xander hits on her 
And she goes, oh, I'm so smart. I changed the, the flight plan. And he goes, oh, check it up. And I love the fact how they've got CRT monitors, not flat screen monitors. It's a huge CRT. <laughs> I'm going, God, this is so 90s. <laughs> yeah. And it's like optional. I love the fact how there's a gigantic asteroid comes out of nowhere. How? you We see asteroids heading towards Earth today. Millions of light years, a thousand light years. Because so, there was, um, what did they, um, yeah, they didn't, I was thinking they explained that, but they didn't. They just explained the, the, the gravity well. Yeah. Um, that, uh, but they, yeah, they didn't say exactly where it came from. Mm. So I'm going, you don't see this gigantic asteroid the size of bloody Paris flying towards you. It, God knows what speed it was. Nah, nah, nah. You know, we just fart outrageously on this, on the, 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 the sort of, deck i'm going oh my god this is mm, mm. god almighty and it takes out the comms because of course it does because they can't warn earth but again how the hell did they miss this gigantic thing the size of france hurling towards the earth i'm like you deserve to be killed frankly i mean <laughs> mm. And, of course, he's at Bonnie's Ellie's, Rico's hometown. Just as he was going to going to quit. Handy that, I've got down here. I mean, so he, he washes it because he got whipped and he goes, I've joined the army for the wrong reason. I joined the military because of Carmen, not for for myself. Oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bad leader. I'm a bad da-da-da. And I uh, wash out and they find on the news, Bonnie's Ellie's has been wiped out and was 100,000 people killed and yeah. 15, what hell it was, I'm going... Wow. And just like that, he rejoins, relists. I'm going, but you, moving on. (laughs) So, it is a war. And what is it they say? You supply the footage, I'll supply the war. So, was this thing a big setup? Was this asteroid, a meteor, done by the the military? Yeah. I. I think I think they just happened to this meteor just happened to be there and just happened to you know come towards Earth. I mean, we have defenses. I'm sure I, I mean, we. I say we. They. Um, mm. I'm sure they had planetary defenses for meteors. So mm. why didn't they just shoot it down or why didn't they divert it? But mm. they did. Just trying to. Oh, oh, oh no! There's a meteor coming. Oh no! It's destroyed. Venus Aries. Oh no, it was the Arachnids that did it because we mm-hmm. we like them. So. Yeah, because it showed earlier on in the in the movie that the moon has the big circular ring yeah. of uh, asteroid. What the hell things were cannons shooting them down? So I'm going, why not shoot that one down? Oh, because that's the excuse to get the movie. Uh, right. So I get the uh, the more fascism, the more power, the more. Uh, so hmm. hmm. Exactly. See, it's very clever. Yes, yes. I've got in here, this FedNet stuff is unreal. Showing small children stomping on cockroaches as a teacher just gleefully watches on going, kill, kill the bugs, kill. I was like, okay, love. Oh, my God. Uh, and that is the footage from the start. But not before. It's party time because, you know, you better fighting with a hangover. Hmm. I know. I thought that too. I'm like, okay, that's probably not a good idea, right, Jack? But that's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So Rico, Dizzy and Ace all get matching tattoos because they're bonding now. They're now a, a unit. Yay. So I would I would I would love to get a tat- that tattoo on me. That same mm. tattoo. I mean it's it's just cheesy enough that it would be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So out of nowhere, Carmen rubs salt on the wound that she's now a ranking officer and has moved on to Xander because apparently they're all in the one place they're on this one planet I'm going right so you were in space but now you're on the planet so how did you get R&D the same place yeah. and why are you now mixing yeah they didn't they didn't really explain that um they don't explain a lot of things in this movie <laughs> mm. but, but yeah but again, it furthers the plot, I guess. Yeah, I suppose that's true. That's very true. And Xander starts a fight with Rico. I was got boy, just whip it out and slap him in the face, mate, for crying out loud. I mean, hmm. Enough of this macho bullshit. I mean, God almighty. And apparently, Casa Van Dian literally punched uh, the other actor in the face, and that's a real cut in his lip. Oh. So I was like, okay then. So, hmm. <laughs> so, Next day, the troopers lock and load as the entire fleet all bunch up uh, yet are shocked the bugs are shooting fish in a barrel because they're fucking idiots. <laughs> I mean, uh, cue the dropships and an elevator right to hell as they're like dropping off in these cargo-like ships and going... What in the hell are these things? It's so boxy and cheap looking and so chintzy looking. I'm going. Mm. I I bought I bought the toy of the the cheap chintzy. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's cool when it's miniature. Mm. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I, I do I love that scene though when when that ship is coming down. And, you know, it's in space and it's coming down and it's, you know, and it just so seamlessly blends into live action where it it land it goes from way up into space and it comes all the way down and the the, the door opens and they come out mm. and it's that that the special effects in that scene i remember just being wowed when i saw it because it was seamless there was no cuts mm. in that mm-hmm. in that shot and yet mm. they and this is 1997. We didn't see that sort of. We, nowadays, it's all CGI entirely. Mm-hmm. So you know, we see it all the time. But at the time, I I don't know. I I still don't know how they did it because it was just seamless. It comes down, and just before it lands, it they it opens up and they're spilling out. You know, mm-hmm. the, the live mm-hmm. action starts, and it's just like, how did they do that? But yeah, that just blew me away. I love that scene. Mm, yeah, yeah. Well, you see, the, the CGI thing is good. Um, for what it is, bearing in mind this is just 97 CGI, but um, uh, the story itself is kind of weak and ropey, if you do what I did, and analyse the shit out of it, because (laughs) it sort of doesn't work, it's not connecting right, it's not cogging right, it's just mm, you know, it's just a a big dumb action movie so, mm. (laughs) but so much fun, yes, yes, yes I mean, I love the fact how the military intelligence says to completely ignore the plasma uh, bolts that are fired out of the the bug's ass, basically. I'm going, yeah, no, 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 what about it? That's just a 
it's just yeah. a, a lighting effect. I'm like, really? I mean, hmm. She's like, she's, the captain's like, don't worry. You know, they said it's just going to be random and light. <laughs> she's mm, like, wait yeah. a second. This isn't random or light. I've got it here. So this is one big setup to get their hands on a brain bug. They don't give a shit about how many people are going to die. They want this gigantic fat brain bug. So, hmm. This is basically the opening. As Rico is hurt, and something's off planet, which just cuts. Because he's getting attacked off the the giant spider praying mantis thing. And it just cuts. So he's dead. And... Carbon ship gets hit by one of the plasma, what the hell that thing is, and she gets engulfed in flames and fire as it smashes through the, the front of the ship. I'm going, she dead. I don't give yeah. a shit what the hell this movie that she dead. So, <laughs> mm, I've got in here, they're firing nukes at close range to take out a huge plasma firing bug. What in the fuck? So, fallout is not a thing in this, this universe then. No, nuclear fallout is not a thing in this. No, um, maybe not. <laughs> they're they're tactical tactical nukes, so they're you know they're not as bad. <laughs> the mm. nukes just aren't as bad. It's fine. I'm gonna hear. It's well, a trap. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trap. As the mantis are laying in wait, as the grunts just get picked off and they all get ripped apart, basically. And I'm going, oh, kidding. More fed net spinning as the disastrous attack is blamed on one fleet marshal because apparently he was too cocky and too arrogant. I'm yeah. going, but your whole society is cocky and arrogant. This is why you're getting your hand ass handed to you by bugs. I mean, dear, oh dear. I mean, I love the fact how one just stands stands down and I quit as, as fleet marshal. The one goes, I'll take over. Fine. Just like that, I'm going, so there's no... Nah, just I'll take over. Yeah. The great Get thing him. is is when you see that that clip, um, it's obviously uh, state-sponsored media, and so you know it's very like, it's very staged. Mm. He steps away, right on cue. She steps up, you know what I mean, and mm. and gives words that she, it it almost sounds it totally sounds rehearsed and like you know, it's it's just perfect because it's it just looks completely staged, which it would be. You know, mm-hmm. for the cameras in a fascist mm-hmm. state. So, I mean, I've got down here. If Rico gets whipped ten times in public, so to speak, um, for one person getting killed, what's this guy going to get happened to? I mean, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's got like half the fleet destroyed. There's millions of people, hundreds of millions of people are killed. Eh, he he, he quits his, his fleet marshal. Eh, okay, no, 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 no. I love the fact that on TV the experts can't agree as they're stomping each other's feet to get their opinions over. I'm going, wow, I find brain bugs offensive. Bugs that think. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Jesus uh, Christ. Meanwhile, Carmen's ship limps back to space dock. She has a little teeny scratch on her head. I'm going, no love, you were engulfed in flame. You did. I don't give a <laughs> shit what this movie says. You did. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> She was dry roasted. Nope, she she did. No, that's she's she's fine because she's the star. It's just a little scratch, honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, it's just a teeny little 
little scratch above the eyebrows. It's not like it's a half burnt face because she's the pretty one. She's the poster <laughs> child. She's got a little, you know. Yeah, it's like, perfect mm. hair. Her hair's perfect. It's just it all. <laughs> Even when she's getting attacked by the bugs later on in the movie, the hair is perfect. The makeup's perfect. She's getting dunked on over the place and she's like, oh, I'm perfect. Da, 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 da. Give me a gun. Da, da, da. I'm like, oh, piss off. You, hmm. Mm. <laughs> So Carol's on a on a medic ship and she looks to see Rico is killed in action, KIA, because somehow he survives. I've got in here, nope. He's in a Luke Skywalker style medical bath thingy. He's alive somehow, but he was getting eaten by the giant mantis spider like bug. So kidding. <laughs> yeah, that, I I was like, okay, that's not that's not exactly I don't know. Mm. It was it was it was a leap. It was quite a leap that they again they didn't explain. Yeah. Again, there's a lot of things they don't explain. Mm. Mm. So three days later, he's back on his feet because a part of that one works. He gets right through his thigh and a couple of days later, that's fine. We'll just knit yeah. it up and and yeah, that's yeah, fine. Throw him in the back to tank. It's fine. <laughs> and he then joins up with a new platoon, the Roughnecks, led by Lieutenant Raz. Razzatek, sometimes. Razzatek. Uh, Razzatek. Uh, uh, and I love the Army of Darkness hand. He has a little robotic hand. Okay. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so, the next day, the Air Force uh, goes in to trim the herd. Then, it gives a, the, the, the grunts a go-ahead to map it out. I'm going, shouldn't have done that the first time round. Shouldn't have nuked a planet and bug-bombed the entire fucking planet. Instead of sending in the the grunts and getting killed and killing off half your, your fleet. You yeah. blithering idiots. I mean, oh my <laughs> goodness. Mm. Right then. So, where was I now? Did I bug bomb the planet? Yeah, yeah. So Rico then nukes a bug hole and then Cowboy Cell rides a huge beetle, shooting it in the back and then throws a grenade down the hole and blows it up sky high, as you do. I mean, yeah. mm. that's a and, great. With yeah, him holding onto the bug and everything, and yeah, yeah, he got yeah. he he actually hurt his back when he was filming that because it was so violent. Mm. The actual filming of it. Because I've got down here, he chipped a tooth off the gun when it bucked him forward and it smacked him in the face and it chipped his tooth, and he broke his wrist when he fell off it backwards. So yeah, ooh, that he was, was a bad way. <laughs> <laughs> mm. And for that, Rico was given a corporal. So he went from grunt to corporal in what was it, a week so hmm. yeah <laughs> uh that night it's party time because again fate of a hangover hmm. yeah uh, yeah does he... yeah yeah i mean i'm going again so hmm. so yeah. does he get her man as rico finally melts and cute an awkward sex scene so there we have that one <laughs> yeah that was that was yeah that was weird Mm. Apparently, the actress that played uh, Dizzy wanted to be actually naked on set, and Cass is like, nope. But she goes, but you were naked earlier on in the movie, and he goes, yeah, but this is a different s- scenario situation. So I was like, okay, what's happening with that? Interesting. Mm. Mm. Yeah, apparently, um, what's her name? Denise Richards. There was a, a nude scene written for her as well, her character, and she refused to do it. Oh. She was like, nope, I'm not going to. So they wrote mm. it out. Okay. okay. I can't imagine the scene that would have been because there's no scene that 
would have had her naked, but whatever. Mm. I love the fact how the grunts are shown completely naked, but the pilots and the, the psyop stuff is... Nope, you don't see that. You see them. She's now a cadet. She's now yeah. a, a number two, number one, whatever she was. And it just shows you Carl is now a general or a corporal. What the hell? No, uh, sorry. Um, well, a general. Yeah, so I'm like, Karen, so in 10, 12 weeks, he went from cadet to... Yeah. Of the site and so, hmm, hmm. <laughs> anyway, the next day, Rico's company is set out on a wild goose chase, and Ironside Sergeant is taken out by a flying bug. Um, so Rico is then given a sergeant. So he went from corporal to sergeant in a day. Karen. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I love the flying bug. That was a great. That was a great uh, addition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do the fact too. Um, Ironside's sergeant guy goes, I just shoot him in the head because that's what I wanted to do to me. Because if you can't fight, sort of thing, I'll, I'll just shoot you myself. I'm like, that is cold. I mean, mm. Mm. so in some outpost, they find everyone is dead and bugs are dead everywhere. Does he find the comms officer dead of his brain sucked out through from top of his head? Um. They also find a general hiding in a closet out of his mind with absolute fear. And I'm going, wow. So, hmm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my gosh. That character was so annoying. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's like whining the entire time. I'm like, okay, we, we get the point. We get the point. Just, you know. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think he's the character that's in the second movie. So I'm like, oh. how did he survive? So, hmm. Or maybe the second movie was before this movie. I don't know how because I've not seen oh. the second movie since when it came out. So it's a prequel. Uh, yeah, I think it's a prequel. Yeah, it's one of the prequel sequel things. So it's like, mm, mm. Uh, so the bugs attack and Dizzy is killed. I'm going no. She gets stabbed in both shoulders and she's dead. But Rico gets stabbed in the legs and the shoulder and she, he survives. But she's <laughs> killed. Mm, mm. <laughs> The place is then overrun with bugs as Carmen flies down to save them all because she's now a superhero. I'm like, ugh, piss it off. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ironside is killed. So Rico takes over. He's now Lieutenant Rico. So he went from corporal to lieutenant in less than two hours. Yeah. I mean, what <laughs> <bloody> the hell? <laughs> uh, and it's now Rico Roughnecks. And that's all he does Castle Van Dian, all he talks about is is Rico Roughnecks on Instagram, on Twitter, on anything he does oh, really? is Rico's Roughnecks and it's a scooch sad. I mean <laughs> <laughs> Um so they're out back on the, the troop carrier. Uh Rico despaces Dizzy's body and then gives she's a great citizen speech and explains what is a citizen, blah 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 and walks Carl in full SS gear. And can we talk Nazism right there? I mean, the the hat, the overcoat, the boots, the... Ooh. It was blatant. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The connection was clear. Mm -hmm. And he tells Rico he wants to get his hands on the brain bug. So he has to go down to the planet and get it back the following day. So I'm going, you have just seen your best friend from high school jettisoned into deep space. But meh, who gives a shit? Go back down to that planet and get me a brain bug. That is cold. I mean, mm. yeah. 
I mean, I've got down here, I love how fast you rank up in this military. Someone dies, you take their rank just like that. I mean, yeah. going, <laughs> is that how that one works? Jesus. Also, at 19, Carl is a general, Rico is a lieutenant, and Carmen is a captain. What in the actual fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that's not realistic at all. I mean, this movie is not realistic, but that's yeah. particularly not realistic. <laughs> no, no, exactly, exactly. So the next day, Rico's Roughnecks go on a bug hunt as the plasma bugs take pot shots at the fleet, who again are all bunched up. Wouldn't you have learned to? Yeah, I know. Uh, like, come on. It doesn't, I mean, it's a big planet. There's a lot of atmosphere you could be around and mm. not be all clumped together. Mm, mm. So Carmen's <laughs> ship is hit again and the captain is killed. She is now the captain. Because that's how that one works. I mean, there's no chain of command. She's instantly the captain. Yeah. <laughs> um, they are, as is their hit, so they get on a life raft sort of thing and crash land on a planet where they're held captive by bugs and Xander gets his brain sucked out by the gigantic fat-looking brain bug, which I love has no legs. It has to carry a little... Yeah, little yeah it has a little bug thing. <laughs> Yeah. I, I love that. I bothered with legs. I'm sorry. Mm. You carry me. Yeah, yeah. So Rico gets Carmen's SOS because, of course, they do. And he sends the rock roughnecks to save her. The brain bug goes to suck her brains out. Good luck feeding on that one. Yeah. Um, and she cuts off its sucker arm and it retreats back down the bug hole. As this is happening, in walks Rico with Ace and a nuke. And the brain bug goes, Sikes and runs for it. <laughs> so mm. every co and company run for it as they're shooting bugs left right. And I love the fact that she's a machine gun. She's going, oh, I've got a gun, da, 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 da. and she's got the perfect hair and she's got like a little, <laughs> little on the shoulder, a little hole on the shoulder. She's going, I can still fight. Da, 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 da. I'm like, oh fuck off you. <laughs> um, what was now? Da, 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 da. They run for it and a unnamed grunt is wounded. But instead of pulling him out, they just let him die. Hold a nuke. Boom! And he's dead. I mean, <laughs> so Rico runs for it as the nuclear uh, backlash sort of thing doesn't oh, yeah. affect them. So yeah. just got to, you can, you know, you can outrun a nuke. I mean, I do that. <sighs> God almighty. <laughs> so outside, the entire grunts are all celebrating as... Private Zim captured the brain bug because he went from a drill sergeant to a private. Yeah. Mm. Yay. That was a great, that was a great moment. I have to say. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do love that one. Carol its mind and said it's afraid. They all celebrate. And then what? we've got new ships. We've got new technology. Yeah. yeah because now they're like, hey, now we really need to fight this, these bugs that may or may not be our enemy so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah like i like the end the the with the new ships and everything i thought that was a nice touch because that's exactly what would happen mm -hmm. you know yes then yes. they you know the the government is going to just put even more money into the military you know mm -hmm. and it's going to be even more fascist you know even more you know mm -hmm. uh, 
less freedom and but yet the people are going to be like yay you know yeah 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 exactly so credits roll on this thing and that was starship troopers a big dumb sci-fi action frick pretending to be smarter and deeper than it is question mark i mean because <laughs> hmm. nothing's explained so much smarter so much smarter than everybody thought it was back in 1997 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the effects are okay the script is as dumb as a bag of rocks. Denise Richards can act for shit. She's got two modes, confused and hurt, or smelling a fart. It's like, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Casa Van Dian has none of it. He has nothing. He can't act tough. He can't act hurt. He's just this blank slate, this pretty boy blank slate. He doesn't have the gaw or the gumption to be this action hero this this movie severely needs to me this is just kind of blah but it's fun blah yeah you know it's like popcorn it's puffy sweet fun but ultimately empty calories so yeah. what do you see i okay i saw this several times in the theater i loved it so much um and i i i got the humor and I got the, the, you know, um, the, the, what he was trying to say as far as, you know, the fascism and how, how silly it was, um, and, and the dangers and everything. I thought it was great. I loved it. I, this is one of my favorite movies. It's, it's one of Quentin Tarantino's favorite movies I will have, you know? Um, and, and so I, I can't say enough about it. I mean, um, it's it's definitely good. like you said it's got its flaws. The script is not great. The acting is not great. But they're really pretty to look at. <laughs> um, and so you know that's a positive. Um, so yeah, it's it, it, I I just love this movie. I I actually watch it pretty regularly. Okay, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So let's do score this out of five. Uh, one being dog shit and five being solid gold. I'm gonna give this thing a maybe overly generous three out of five so what would you give this thing i would give it a definite four and a half okay 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 just because it's so much fun and i think he i think he i think paul succeeded in what he was trying to portray Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i think it's a lot more relevant now than it was back in 1997 it's it's a movie that has grown in relevance because of his his foresight and what he was trying to put forth Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. That's yeah. my intellectual. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think this was unfairly maligned in '97. They're saying yeah. this is a, a big, stupid-looking action flick, and it's so dumb and it's so cheap-looking. Blah 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 blah. I'm going, but that's the point. It's a satire on war exactly. movies. You fucking idiots. I mean, mm. yeah. exactly. So, mm, mm. Yay! Right then, let's wrap this up then. So thank you for listening. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. And you can follow us on Twitter at Midnight Mania Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's 79. And you can follow Spike on Twitter at Spike Warden One. <laughs> okay, then. Right, our next podcast will be a mummy deedist. Oh, here we go. The yeah. campus movie I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched this movie in years. And I think I've only ever seen it like once. Oh, so, so this will be fun. <laughs> oh my god. Maybe, maybe it'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs>
God, this this movie is so cheesy. I mean, it's so infinitely quotable. Like, <laughs> I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the dirt. I'm mad at the dirt. <laughs> no, why? I mean, it's just so. Or it was a good top of my head. Um, oh my God, was it Christina? Get me the axe, and she's cutting the, the rose bushes down. It's like, oh my God. So yeah, that's a bit interesting. And right then, so like I says, so thanks for listening, and get it out there, get it, put it out there if you need lessons and such. <laughs> <laughs> right then, well, all I can say is bye. Bye bye.